But Jesus didn't leave us alone, he says, when he left from this world. But he left us a comforter. He left us the Holy Spirit. And this fall, we're going to be focusing on the Holy Spirit, probably in a way like not only this church, but honestly, I don't know if there's another church of Christ anywhere ever that has ever given the place to the Holy Spirit that we're going to try and give to the Holy Spirit in the next few months. Our heritage is such that the Holy Spirit has not been front and center within our movement. And we're going to change that. Not that the Holy Spirit is suddenly going to supplant Jesus or something. But the three who are one still come as three. And we have a drama that we're going to introduce this concept with right now as we talk about or as they talk about among themselves the notion that there is three of them with a ministry in our world. Yet the one thing 
that I refuse to take away from them is the, the, the power of decision-making. They still have free will to do what they will do. What I want with all of my heart is that my people will want to love me as much as I do love them. Uh, you are such a good, loving, faithful father. To be loved by you, love makes me complete. My wounds were fatal. Keep me from new life and make me whole again. Living in their minds and in their hearts, I know how hard it is for them to trust us and to, to surrender to us. They can't see us, they touch us, sometimes they can't feel us. So afraid, you know, desperately trying to control their own lives. Oh, well, I know that's great. That's why I ask them to have faith and trust in me. And that's why I keep my promises to them. Life is difficult. There is suffering. And there is pain. And in their pain, I am questioned. If my children only knew that their pain is my pain as well. And I, I, I am there to help them. Through all of that pain and to, and to, to heal them. Only they knew that when they separate themselves from me, their pain is Such compassion and grace. If only everyone knew you as I am. I'll be close to Father's privilege. It's actually available to everyone. I heard, I heard the Calvary Church of Christ is devoting a significant amount of time to getting to know us better. Through the living word and through song and uh, prayer, through arts and through reflective journaling. They're going to do that. Huge step towards us. I'm so excited. And when I see that they're prayerful, okay, and that they have depended on me in their times of need, it pleases me and it delights me to know, to know of their intentional efforts to draw closer to me. We will meet them in their minds, we will meet them in their hearts, and yes, we will meet them in their very souls. And together, we will go John chapter 7. And here's the setting. Jesus is going to a feast. And his family doesn't even, like they don't want him to really go uh, in one sense. In another sense, they want him to go. Go show yourself. Some of them, no doubt, are scared about what's going to happen. Uh, others are just wanting to see what's going to happen. It says in verse 14, not until halfway through the feast did Jesus go up to the temple courts and begin to teach. The Jews were amazed and asked, how did this man get such learning without having studied? And the fact is, there's a great deal of confusion going on about who Jesus is. They don't really get him at all. Jesus answered, my teaching is not my own. It comes from him who sent me. And watch this line. If anyone chooses to do God's will, he will find out whether my teaching comes from God or whether I speak on my own. Now, obviously, one of the prerequisites for a person coming to grips with who Jesus is and even who he is as God's son is this question of, do you want to do God's will? And that's a huge question. Do you really want to do God's will? Is that the center of who you are? 
If you want to do what God wants you to do, everything changes. The world can't have the influence on you the way that the world wants to have if you're saying, no, I want to do God's will in my life. And it's a huge question. So as we start the fall, that's one of the questions I want us to ask ourselves. Do we really want to do God's will? In the midst of all the distractions, all the things that would drag us away, do we want the kind of relationship that the three just talked about? Do we want the relationship with God that God wants us to have with him? And are we willing to basically do whatever it takes in order to have that kind of relationship with God? So that's one line that I want us to just think about and look at. Do we want to do God's will? It's going to tell us something about Jesus if we want to. And the next line comes nearer the end of this chapter. Look over at verse 37. It says, on the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. And so Jesus says, come to me, come to the son and drink. And then he says, whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water or rivers of living water will flow from within him. And so you come to him believing and this river flows into you and out of you through you and life can't be the same you can't stand pat when you have a river of water flowing through your life and then look at this last little phrase in verse 30 by this he meant the spirit And so the river of living water that's going to flow through us, going to flow out of us, going to be representative of who we are, is the Spirit who takes over the life of the believer. And so two things. Open your heart to Jesus Christ and say to yourself, God, I will do whatever you want. I want to do your will. And when you open yourself at the beginning of this church year to doing whatever it is that God wants, what Jesus says is that the Holy Spirit is going to come and enter you and be a river. Now, we know about rivers. We experienced very recently a massive flood. What will happen to the church of Jesus Christ when that kind of flood takes over the hearts and the lives of those of us who are in Jesus Christ. God is going to bless us richly in the next few months, and I'm so grateful that we have a chance to just spend time talking about the Holy Spirit.